La da dee, la da da, Mr. Tambourine Man. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, with your jingle jangle, I'll come following you. And for services to humanity, to Mr. Bates, the Congressional Medal of Honor. Welcome, 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 dear listeners, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And Keith's not here. Oh, you're here. I'm here. I'm always here. I was really talking crap about you earlier. Always. I didn't notice him. You haven't missed one. No, not since I joined. No, I have not no. missed one. It was just that dramatic Ew, intake. Teacher's pet, It was just that dramatic intake of breath and the expanding of the arms as you were about to say something. Uh, and then I deflated him. Yes. My <laughs> legs cut off from a knee. Anyway, I am the real Keith. Yes, I think they know, dear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. Mm. Anyway, I haven't missed one because mm. I'm a good boy. <laughs> Swat. Yeah. Oh, oh no, he's gonna come and hit don't hit me in front of you. people. Don't put you Oh god. <laughs> I thought you were gonna put your tongue in her ear. Don't shut up. Waxy. Put your tongue in his ear, please. Like a chewy. Oh. I've just eaten, please. Like that she had you like she had the other ear. Can't put my tongue in your ear. No. <laughs> It's like, Adam? it's like they're seen out the young ones where Rick says, I'm so hungry I could eat my own earwax. And you know how horrible that tastes, kids. <laughs> Bogies taste better. Anyway. <laughs> Tick young peoples. <laughs> Moving on. I say, I say, I say, what's the difference between blackberries and bogeys? We don't know. What's, what's the, the difference between blackberries and bogeys? You can't pick blackberries at traffic lights. <laughs> what? We, now we know what he does in his car <laughs> it could be worse anyway without <laughs> without further ado maintaining the fond tradition of mangling the news it's the news with El Presidente <laughs> pause for music Doctor Who news. Seven B starts at Easter and a bit of anniversary length. The world of Doctor Who has been shocked to its very core (gasps) by the totally unexpected announcement that Doctor Who will return in its usual Easter Saturday premiere slot. Saturday the 30th March 2013 will see Doctor Who return to BBC One with the first of the eight episodes of Series 7B. Rather less expected is the news that the 50th anniversary special episode will be only 60 minutes long. What? Rather than Mm -hmm. the 90 minutes most were expecting. What? As... 
the five doctors the McGann movie and minus credits and reprises the three doctors roughly was mm. more worryingly still according to BBC Worldwide the Doctor Who 2030 lineup there should be a hyphen between line and up will be <laughs> series 7B Petty. the anniversary special the docudrama and adventure in time and space which is 90 minutes long space and 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 <gasps> well that's it oh. mm. no talk of 8A or a Christmas special. Let's hope that those just haven't been announced yet. Or so much for Moffat's We're making more episodes than ever before. <laughs> I promise you we're going to take over television. Trust me. Wanker. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the same person that said, I'm only splitting the season so I won't be airing it in spring and summertime so we can go back to the traditional winter spots? <laughs> That's the one, yeah. Yeah, the one that not only does Moffat lie, it's actually becoming boring that Moffat lies. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. Hopefully, I can't believe they won't do a Christmas special. So there must be something. It's tradition now. Star Wars news. J.J. Abrams to direct episode seven. New Star Wars owners Disney have announced the director for the upcoming episode seven. It is Lost, co-creator J.J. Abrams. Mm. You may also know Abrams from such things as creating the TV series Alias, co-creating Fringe, resurrecting the Mission Impossible film franchise, L. Ron Hubbard, (laughs) (laughs) with the third and fourth films, and also rebooting the original Star Trek film series. Yes. Now he's going to pucker his lips and kiss life back into George Lucas's tarnished goods. Lucasfilm head honcho Kathleen Kennedy said JJ is the perfect director to helm this beyond having such great instincts as a filmmaker he has an intuitive understanding of this franchise he understands the essence of the Star Wars experience and will bring that talent to create an unforgettable motion picture Andy, your voice has changed. Oh, he's got <laughs> up a couple of voices. If you really squeeze his testicles. Ah, that's what he was doing. Mm. I'm a big wonder. Perhaps after licking his lips, Abraham said, I may be even more grateful to George Lucas now than when I was a kid. That's a bit dodgy. <laughs> what, did, what did George Lucas do to George so, so Did George touch does, you in does the Does this mean we're now going to get lightsabers with lens flare? We should do, shouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, lots yeah. of... We won't be able to see anything that's going on. Did, Wait, he did, did say he things then that he, he didn't want to do. <laughs> they're, they're holding their own podcast yeah. now. Yes. Yeah, okay. He did say he, want, he wanted to bring a bit of Star Wars into Star Trek. Yeah. He booted Star Trek. Yeah. So maybe do it the other way around. <laughs> A bit of Spock. A bit of Spock. We had, <laughs> had uh, R2-D2 in Star Trek. Did we? Yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah. Did we? Did we? You did. You're lying! No, I'm not. Yes, where, where was he? No, when, I'm not. When, no, when, he where? should know, because he's, he's the HD of Blu-ray aficionado <laughs> that says you can when? spot the quality and everything on any screen. <laughs> when was R2-D2 in Star Trek? You know the mm-hmm. uh, bit where they arrive at Vulcan, you have all the broken ships floating around. Yeah. Sorry, are we talking the series? No, the, no in the, in oh, the, in the film, film. film. Oh, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Was R2-D2 R2 was, R2 was floating around in space. Oh, oh, yeah. How cool is that? Bit to the broken ship. Ah, poor R2. Yeah, poor mm-hmm. R2. But that's it. He should have pointed it out immediately and be gloating because it's high-definition high definition. Blu-ray. 48 frames per big second. screen where you can see every little <laughs> well, badly painted detail. dark. Like, oh, so there's too much yeah. detail. Yeah. Oh, no, it's too much now. Yeah. Yeah. That isn't what you what you were saying on the commentary the other night. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, sort of in about a year or so's time, HD is going to be rather passe. 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 What's going to replace it then? Uh, was it 4G? 4K. Yeah. 4K, that's yeah, it. Yeah. So 4G. Oh, have you yeah. seen those TV, those 4K tellies? Rather big. Like seven yeah. foot long. Yeah. What Ooh. the heck's 4K? It's twice the resolution again, or four yeah. times, depending it's about on how you measure it. four times the resolution of H- yeah, HD. Twice so. in each. Mm. See, I feel sorry editions. for you, real Keith. Why? Because if you had married someone who had, you know, normal eyesight, you could have had all these. But it's as, just a waste of time for but, me. But as I've pointed out, you know, uh, seeing a slightly better dot isn't really all that uh, interest to me. Plus, uh, I also think you, you lose something with having all the uh, little gag jokes that they can't put in the background anymore yes, because people see them. I'm afraid you're, you're the modern-day equivalent of the man who always had the horse and carriage <laughs> and who didn't want to buy one of these newfangled cars because he'd feel silly talking to his car, but he's not feeling silly talking to his horsey. <laughs> Anyway, back in the news. Yes, Siffy <laughs> cancels alphas. Oh, are you trying to oh. tell me that now alphas is actually dead? dead. It's dead. One time US science fiction channel Siffy <laughs> has cancelled another of its small number of original productions, this time beheading its superpower series alphas. Ooh. According to Siffy themselves... Steffi has decided not to renew Alphas for a third season. We've been proud to present this entertaining, high-quality series for two seasons. We'd like to thank the show's regular, dedicated viewers for their tremendous support. So there's another cliffhanger ending that won't be resolved. Yep. They're they're almost getting like Fox, aren't they? (laughs) They are, yeah. The kiss of death. Yeah. Two seasons, not great. Alphas wasn't too bad, because it was sort of like... Superpowers, but they weren't ridiculous yeah. superpowers. They were like being able to work out trajectory angles really, yeah, really I, fast. I've, got to admit, mm. I've never actually seen Jeff. this, but I do remember one of our readers or readers, readers? listeners, readers. listeners <laughs> writing in about how it was hooked to various aspects of the character's personality. Mm. Yes, yeah. yeah, I thought it was quite good for what it was. I've already seen season one. Yeah, yeah. it was okay. Summer Glau, that's the problem. She guessed to do it. <laughs> Kiss of She's death. killing yes. things yeah. off. Mm, yes. yeah. Any more news? Well, yeah, we have Zombieland TV series heading to Amazon? The Amazon. The yep. Amazon. <laughs> Not really. Which the makes Amazon. it a completely different story. <laughs> well, I thought my one sounded better. It was more, more interesting. <laughs> exactly. Where Siffy fails, maybe somebody else will pick up the slack. Zoncom film Zombieland is returning to its intended roots as a TV series courtesy of Amazon and its streaming service. Ah. Mm. Not to be outdone by Netflix's Mm -hmm. new original programming, such as the US remake of British political thriller House of Cards, Mm. Amazon have committed to an unannounced number of 30-minute Zombieland episodes. Mm. Little is currently known... But it's expected that the characters will be recast and there will be some tweaks to their portrayals. Mm. It is also unknown if Love Film, the UK Amazon-owned DVD rental and streaming service, will be distributing the series on this side of the pond or not. Well, there is a TV series, I can't remember what it is, but it's been made, that's going to be just shown 
on the internet. Mm. The whole lot's going to be put up so you can download the whole series in one go and watch it. I can't remember what the series is, but um, it's the first time a company's going to be doing that. So well, Surely that's that happened with Sanctuary. Yeah, there are. No, no, it's never few. going to hit TV. Unlike well, Sanctuary, Sanctuary wasn't really It wasn't originally to. going to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there have been a few web series. Uh, House of Cards, as mentioned, is probably the big one at the moment. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Spacey. But it's, it is beginning to happen more and more, this. I mean, you had the. Yeah. Um, the Galactica spin-off, uh, Blood and Chrome. Blood and Chrome was straight to... Uh, that was straight to the uh, t- uh, to internet. They're now thinking of doing a one special showing on Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah, they release it on Blu-ray and yeah. DVD as well. Yeah. Well, so, they reckon one-third of the population don't watch TV on TV anymore. Yeah, yeah I, I see people saying yeah, after Hulu and Love Film and stuff like that and uh, Netflix, they're just getting rid of their TV mm. um, licence fee in this country. They're saying... We don't watch any live TV anymore. We just watch everything via streamed. Yeah, yeah. Entirely legal. But, uh, mm, not good for the BBC. I was going to say, if you stream TV, you just still have a TV licence. Only if you stream live TV. Oh. If you, you can if use you the iPlayer if it's yeah. pre-recorded. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's to do with the BBC, I mean, it's all... It's <clears throat> a loophole they're going to want to yeah. close. Oh, it's actually worth out. looking into. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Thing mm. is, I'd screw it up completely because I would have to watch Doctor Who when it was shown. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah. it's not just on TV; it's on iPlayer as well. So it is. You'd have to mm. wait about an hour after yeah. Yeah. to yeah. broadcast to watch. Mm. I couldn't. I couldn't. No, that's the problem, isn't it? <laughs> Spoilers on the internet. Bad enough for the Americans. <laughs> Any more news? I have one addendum. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your addendum, Jonas Quinn. Uh, has, that's yes, a woman. Has, um, has, de- <laughs> has decided woman, to yeah. try to uh, um, leave this veil of tears. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. I think you mean the actor, the, the Corin Nemich. Corin Nemich. Apparently, uh, he was involved in a very bad accident on a Coast Guard vehicle. Yeah, it, saving lives, was he? I'm not sure why he was actually on there, because it doesn't actually say on the article. He didn't steal it, did he? <laughs> <laughs> was he wearing red shorts and carrying a body ball? No, yeah. apparently oh. they, he was uh, in Belize, where the action has happened, shooting a new film called Poseidon Rex. How are we spelling okay. Rex? Is it Rex with a W, oh, as in, Rex. oh dear, that's no, ironic. No, Rex, as in, <laughs> Rex, is, Rex, Rex is in dog. Uh, or T-Rex. Poseidon Rex. <laughs> And um, the Coast Guard vehicle he was on hit a submerged bollard. Ouch. What sort of sadistic county council (laughs) goes around putting submerged (laughs) bollards all over the sea? If this is in America, I don't think they have county councils. Submerged barge. Yeah, but not councils. And he um, (laughs) sort of lost (laughs) four pints. Four pints of blood. Really? Yeah. And shattered his femur oh. in three places. Wow. You have eight pints of blood in your system as yeah. far as I, I remember. I'm ta- yeah, I'm taking it at liberty because it said it lost. he lost half his blood. So. Ruptured his major artery yeah. leg. Yeah. No, yeah. apparently the quantity of blood in you is uh, commensurate to your weight. So mm. if you weigh 13 stone, you'd have 13 pints in your body. Ah. Well, I'm just saying the average. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so he's not... Not a happy bunny. <laughs> he survived. He's he survived. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be in plaster for a little while. Yes. Mm. <laughs> One other thing. Yeah. Um, the first of the uh, books, the eleven Doctor books, oh, are yes. out now. The Owen Colfer one. Yes. We also did the uh, sixth Hitchhiker's book. Uh, the first Doctor one is called A Big Hand for the Doctor. Yay. It's pre-unearthly child. Do we know when Neil Gaiman's The Doctor's Wife's coming out? Is it coming out? 
Do we know if Neil Gaiman's Doctor Who? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard anything. I would love it to come out. I'd love love to have a book, a copy of that. Mm. Just, uh, just after listening to him read a section on on the cut down. On yeah. The, See, I would like that one, and I also yeah. need a new autograph book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe he'll bring it out along with his uh, his new episode, well, which is coming out. Yeah. In well, that be about May. Somewhere around yes. That, yeah. yes, Neil Gaiman. If you by any chance listen to this, or any of the people that do your books listen to this, publish the blooming book. <laughs> Does anyone tweet? Chapter. If anyone tweets Neil Gaiman, I think we should start tweeting him to get uh, the Doctor's Wife published. Well, we could do, couldn't we? Yeah, I think we should do. How quickly will he block us? Do you think? Uh, <laughs> we can start a campaign. Stalk him until he does it. <laughs> Oh, yes, please. Can I volunteer to first stalk? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Get night shifted. Yay. More addendums? No, no, no. I'm no. We are addendum now. I do have an addendum. Apparently, there is going to be a TED 2. Oh, oh yes. 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 Good, good. <laughs> yes. yes, Mark Wahlberg has agreed to do TED 2. Um, but at the moment, he's uh, filming Transformers 4. Yeah. 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 So once his commitments to that have been... Uh, so does this mean we'll get another version of the Thunder Buddies song? Yes. Excellent. <laughs> Has Ted actually agreed to do Ted Oh, yeah, he's agreed, yes. <laughs> yeah. They're just God's farts. <laughs> <laughs> We have a quick game for you, Ooh. which is based or entirely ripped off from Lovely. The Unbelievable Truth Lovely on Radio plagiarised. <laughs> yeah, Ripped off. Mm, yes. <laughs> the objective of the game is to lie on a particular subject whilst trying to smuggle through five truths. Lie on a particular subject. Yep. So we have a subject, oh and we've made up a little monologue of a tissue of lies, of which in there there will be usually five, li- five truths, <laughs> and... Everybody else has to detect the truths, point them out, gain a point, or lose a point if they're wrong, and they say <gasps> a, a lie is a truth. Hang on, okay. can I get out my truth detector? Mm. I was going to say... I, I know the listeners won't be able to see this, but do we put our hands up to indicate... We just we yell, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> yeah, yell, ooh, yell. like a gib- gibbon. Yeah. Gibbon. Funky <laughs> <laughs> gibbon. So who's going first? Well, whoever's orating... I like think, I think the gentleman with the piece of paper. Andrew, mm-hmm. yes. the good night's pond. Yes. Um, well, these are all about our favourite rotund Canadian actor. No, we were trying to find truth, not lies. Oh, mm. I was going to say truth, uh, uh, lie, it's favourite. Rotund, that's a truth. Yes. <laughs> Canadian. Actor, that's debatable. That's debatable. <laughs> well, some of these are so far-fetched, I mean, it's, di- it's difficult to discern which is lies and which are, um, which are truths. So, I mean... It's every man for himself, basically. Okay. Right. Our first one. He repeatedly appeared in the Canadian Howdy Doody show. <laughs> he was once offered a free ride into space. Truth. Truth. Yes. You're correct, yes. Yay! Oh, was he? Yes, apparently Richard Branson offered him a, a free trip on Virgin Galactic. Ah. But apparently William Shatner turned it down. <laughs> oh, really? Tom doesn't trust it. I was going to say, don't tell well, me he's it. afraid of flying. No, it's yeah. not that. I mean, sort of, he was... Yeah, sort of, he said... Um, well, his words... What's the effect of, OK, it'd be all right flying out, but you know, he wasn't too sure whether he'd be coming back or not. <laughs> mm. Usually come back to Earth. Mm. Yeah, but we'll never, yeah, yeah, but would somebody push him out the airlock? <laughs> <laughs> the airlock. 
He is a committed vegetarian. Mm. He appeared in a TV play called Mother, May I Go Out to Swim? Truth. <laughs> Truth. Yes, correct. Thank oh, you. Really? Yes, it's part of the um, Alfred Hitchcock Presents uh, series. Huh. Shatner was a re- regular celebrity guest on the $20,000 Pyramid. He once threw a chair on set in anger. Yeah, I go for that. Yes, that's the truth. No. <laughs> why, Appar- why was he so angry? Apparently the, uh, con- the other contestants um, oh, they performed a forfeit or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently he spat the dummy. Oh dear. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he initially refused to go to Star Trek conventions because he felt they were... Beneath him. True. True. Yeah, point, well, half point each. Yeah. <laughs> In 2007, the Milwaukee Ballet Company performed a dance that was set to the music of Transform Man. <laughs> well, I'll say. Well, I want it to be true. Rather than no, it's false, actually. It was actually has been. <laughs> <laughs> he has delivered several, several spoken word interpretations of Republican candidate Sarah Palin's speeches. <laughs> you kind of want that to be true, don't you? But I suspect I, I, it isn't. I, 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 spoken word speeches. You know, I'm having trouble to, thinking of it. I'm trying to wrap my brain around that. Music, did it's, it? it's supposed to those song speeches. <laughs> and March 22nd is Talk Like Shatner Day. True. True. Yes. Yep. <laughs> did we miss any? Um, yes, you did. Yes. Um, he has actually delivered several spoken word interpretations of Republican candidate Sarah Palin's speeches. The speeches are spoken yeah, yeah. words! Yeah, but in his own inimitable manner. My brain <laughs> is melting! And he is actually a committed vegetarian. Oh. Mm. Yeah, he must eat a lot of cheese and protein, is all I can say. Stop it. Keith? <laughs> that vein in the side of your you temple's have one, throbbing. Adam? I do. Come on then. Okay. On the subject. Hands up who think this is going to be about pond. <laughs> <laughs> Should be, but it's not. It is on the subject of Star Wars. Ooh. The popular film series. Or is it? It is a little known fact that George Lucas based Star Wars in a long lost Shakespeare play called Incest, and that's no mooning. <laughs> <laughs> as in the original play Lucas was initially going to have the bad guys all German but changed his mind when Peter Cushing threatened to stake him through the wallet if he was forced to play another Germanic character another concession bully boy Cushing forced out of the beardy weirdy was that Tarkin would wear a smoking jacket slippers and occasionally a deerstalker hat other famous actor problems included Carrie Fisher constantly exposing her boobs true True. True. no she didn't expose her boobs no no. wishful thinking maybe (laughs) so Lucas had them taped down (laughs) Peter Mayhew constantly complaining about his costume having fleas true he was the Wookiee wasn't he yeah yeah I'm going to go for true I'm afraid not Can I withdraw my truth? <laughs> no. And subsequently getting ill from inhaling too much flea powder. Lucas had his own problems too. During the filming, he developed script blindness, hypertension, hairy palms, and a case of strep throat, which festered and became what is now known as Lucas' throat. <laughs> In fact, he got to know his doctor so well that Lucas named the Jowers after him. He also named Han Solo after his favourite activity by dropping the D from the word hand, <laughs> and Darth Vader after his mother-in-law. Some of the less-known actors in the frame for Star Wars roles included Mr. T for Chewbacca, and both Henry Winkler and Tom Skerritt voted for Han Solo. True. true. Damn, I was going to say true. No, very nice. No. <laughs> oh. Glad I didn't. <laughs> oh, dear. 
Not the Tom Skerritt. <laughs> yes, the Tom Skerritt, yes. <laughs> yeah, Skerritt, of course, being a close personal friend of George Lucas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My daughter better be alive, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Revisions of the original trilogy over the years included adding in a Gungan to every crowd scene, digitally replacing the brown colour of Alec Guinness's false wooden teeth with white, replacing the monkey face Emperor, inserting 1,138 more Stormtrooper pratfalls, and removed all the scenes where Frank Oz accidentally put his hand up the clearly surprised Mark Hamill's bottom. <laughs> Replacing the Emperor. Yeah. The Emperor, yes. <laughs> and, and given him time, it'll probably do the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, despite all this, Star Wars remains one of the lowest grossing film series of all time. We must have missed Folks. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think we lost a couple. Yeah. Okay, the truths you missed... Tarkin did wear slippers. Oh, I knew he wore slippers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I was, sort of, I was wondering if that was going to be part of the smoking jacket yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> the smoking jacket wasn't true, but he did wear yeah. slippers. I know he wore slippers. You should have said that. Because he didn't like the boots. Uh, ah. So, yeah, all the close-ups. He wore um. slippers. He wore slippers, yeah. yeah. Uh, got, Carrie Fisher did indeed have a boobs taped down. Yeah. Lucas did suffer hypertension and exhaustion as a result of Star Wars. Hmm. Ooh. And Lucas did name the Jowers after his doctor. Really? Presumably Dr. Jower, yeah. Jower. How cool is that? And Lucas did indeed replace the monkey-faced emperor. It's actually the usual emperor was played by a woman with uh, monkey eyes mm. superimposed oh. over the face. Mm. Gross. That would be a homage to where we originally got the idea from. Ah, where's that? The Hidden Fortress. Yeah. Of course, it was based on the Hidden Fortress and uh, Seven Samurai to yeah. a degree, yeah. So there. So, oh, uh, so mm, how many mm. did I get past there? Two, was it? Three? So, what do we got? One, two. I think I've recreated my immortal moment in so. previous quiz history. <laughs> Zilch! Yay! He actually got minus one, didn't he? Lose any of She did, she got minus one. Yeah, got minus one. <laughs> Bring up the rear. We Ooh, have uh, we have Gene with uh, minus one. Woo! Uh, real Keith with half. Oh. Yay! Thank you, thank you. Crumbly with one. Blimey. Uh, fake, one. Fake Keith with one and a half. Ooh. And myself with three. Fix fix. You're not allowed to answer your own question. Uh, but I get points for those you don't get, you see. Yeah. So I got yes. two there and the uh, one I got yeah. from before. Oh, that's, that's got a good going. It is, yeah. <laughs> hmm. And now, on Dear to listeners. our usual Doctor Who segment. It's not our usual one. We're doing something different. No, it's our Doctor Who segment, as usual. That's not what you said. You said our I usual Doctor Who. Come over there. <laughs> You're I'm the one that's always going on about grammar. Fight, 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 fight. Break out the jam. <laughs> I've got the castle. Cow! No, don't, don't. Oh, dear, that's a bad one. Anyway, lovely. Love you too. As you were saying... I don't know, I don't care. We're talking about... Doctor Who stuff we hope will happen for the 50th anniversary or some such nonsense. Yes. <laughs> I've lost the mood. Aww. She's not in the mood. <laughs> I've heard that a lot. Ooh. <laughs> I think it's probably going to be a foregone conclusion that Google is going to be doing something. I hope so. I've written to them. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I don't pay them. I sent an email to the right department. The the Google sign is going to be changed. Ah. He's one of the only people who starts his letters, Dear Google, 
I don't want to have to resort to threats, guys. <laughs> don't make me come over there. <laughs> I suspect some of the um, main newspapers may do a special anniversary pull-out. With loads page. of the facts yeah. wrong. Yeah. I yeah. expect so, yeah. yeah. But more specifically so they can get lots of mini skirts in. <laughs> <laughs> One of our papers did a, a Doctor Who quiz, and it's I tell you, it's the only Doctor Who quiz ever done where all the questions were right, because they made me answer them all. <laughs> ah, good, yes. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's a foregone conclusion that all the major you know, sort of, uh, newspapers will do some sort of pull-out, mm. as you say, oh, yeah. including some, the... Some. <laughs> Talk to they don't <laughs> <laughs> William, I am William Shatner's. Lo- William Shatner's. Oh, I've got Shatner on the brain, thanks to you. In the shower. I am William Hartnell's love child. Uh, Troughton, I can believe it. <laughs> Daily Mail will do all of the um, these stories of terrorised. This is yes. the, the effect it's had the on corrupting the influence on the young. Scandalously short yes. skirts. <laughs> Range of photos. Yes. Yeah. Picture of, of Gillen too sexy. <laughs> Yeah, too sexy stamped over it. <laughs> yeah. I feel really sorry for Jenna Louise Coleman that they haven't said that. <laughs> no! <laughs> out, Dear editor, why aren't I too sexy as well? <laughs> well, we, we're having the stamps. Here's a picture of my nipple. <laughs> We've got the stamps that are being released. Yeah. Yes. 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 I wonder if the um, the Mint will do a special 50p or pound well, coin New or something. New Zealand, oh, yes. New Zealand that, Minting yeah. have done a police box coin. And it's legal tender as well. It yeah, isn't so just a special community How much thing. is it mm. worth? Oh, was it a dollar coin or something? I think so. Yeah. Reese, yeah. Reese, we want one, yeah. two, three, four, five <laughs> of them, please. <laughs> Six. Six. Can we put one on eBay? Yeah, oh, yeah. not yeah. New Zealand, but yeah, but he's close enough. He's closer <laughs> than we are. <laughs> he's only a couple of miles <laughs> away. Tipping <laughs> over to the Isle of Wight. <laughs> yeah. we, we can get you because it's not that far away. I'm <laughs> sure we can get them better than we can. Oh, you're going to get a lot of indignant answers from Australian saying that New Zealand is like I the know, Isle of Wight. I know, <laughs> The hate mail is going to come yeah, in now. Should, should. I want the uh, Radio Times to do a special. I'm I've sure they will. Oh, they got well, if they could butcher years. Muppets in Manhattan. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, they did the uh, 10th anniversary special, the 10th, 20th anniversary yeah. special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't do one for 30 or 40. They did a cover. It, it wasn't yeah, it was vogue then. Yeah. Yeah. But they, it, they did two covers. They did a series of four covers, was it, for yeah. the... Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm thinking that? they did the, the Dalek one, which was the stamp at the time. Yeah. And yeah. then they did the uh, four cover. I think I still have my 10th anniversary radio time. Yeah, yeah I've got a 20th um, somewhere we have, we have Doctors and Anniversary uh, episodes, and mm-hmm. half of them are saying that they don't know anything about it. Some yeah. of them are saying they do. Okay, question for you. Yeah. Only one Doctor to return. Only one... Classic Doctor. Which one? Which one would you opt for? Classic Doctor. Classic Doctor. Alive or ultimately? Well, <laughs> oh, it's got to be. It's got to be Tom Peter Davison. Really? Mm. Tom. Yeah, just because he was my it, first. He makes sense because obviously he's <laughs> yeah. very close to yeah. Moffat and yeah. Tennant, naturally. Oh, yeah. um, For obvious reasons. Yeah. And he'd do it properly. With the best will in the world, you don't know what Tom will do. No, I think they will try to headline Tom, but I don't think it's yeah. going to work. No. No. I, 
personally... How old is Tom Baker now? 82. Oh, blimey. Yeah. Per- I personally would like McGann to have another... I was going to say McGann, oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Or is he classic Who? He's not I New say Who. He's in, between uh, he, he's, 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 he's in between Who. He's not New Who, but I think he's mostly lumped with the classics. Yeah. The classic Doctor. I would but, yeah. have liked to see him, him do more episodes yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and like, you can get away with the fact he can be any age, because you never yeah. saw what it looked like at the yeah. end. Yeah. So, in fact, his age doesn't matter, whereas people like Tom and Colin as well, particularly, they yeah. don't look much like they, they used have, to. No. They have managed to get round that in series. They have, but I think it was mentioned in the the time crash. Time crash, yeah. You one, could have Sylvester still, could possibly just yeah. get away with it as well. Mm, yeah, but, it's looking uh, a little old, but yeah, yeah. But Colin Baker, well, unless they find a very good girdle for him, <laughs> <laughs> he lost two stone in the jungle. He did, he did yeah, he did, yeah. did really well. Yeah. BBC itself. Uh, I think I've mentioned this before, or I've either mentioned this or read it somewhere that um, I would like the police box to appear in the background of various <laughs> other BBC programmes. So EastEnders, yeah. yes. as all the actions focused yes. on the doors of the Queen Vic and the punch-up that's going on in there, <laughs> yeah. right in the corner right in the you background. just see it materialise. <laughs> or or just, tucking, um, <laughs> just tucked under a glade of trees. Uh, I, like, I like the idea of it materialising. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of them, like the, the, the midwife or whatever it is... Yeah. That could happen because that's at the same era that police yeah. boxes were actually yeah, still around. Yeah. Yeah. Chances are they will do a series of Doctor Who themed uh, station ident anyway. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Bound sure. to. I mean, sure. they did for BBC Two night with the mm-hmm. Dalek BBC, t- uh, the Dalek Two. Well, yeah, yeah when um, t- yeah when David Tennant was here, the Doctor oh, when they did the uh, Christmas, Christmas uh, ident. Yeah. 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 I'd like them to do one of those. The other day I was watching. Uh, the country's 100 favourite number one singles. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it was like a documentary going all the way through these singles. I'd like them to do something similar with Doctor Who and um, get 100 <laughs> celebrities, your 100 favourite moments from Doctor yeah. Who. Yeah. And just could like behind the sofa of the book. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah pretty much so. Or so. Yeah. 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 Always, and a where are they now or what happened to them. <laughs> kind yeah. of so they could go through all the original companions and but the like. it's always Bohemian mm. Rhapsody. Yeah, it was. I turned off at number two. I thought, well, yeah. I know what it is. It would be nice if the BBC <clears throat> sold some of the classic Who actually on telly, I even if it's on that. BBC Two. I think yeah. they're actually doing that in BBC America. They're doing yeah, that is a BBC I know, UK. I know, I know. <laughs> I know, but they're doing a, a, a series of Doctor Who revisited. Mm. And yeah, why again, not do that on BBC Three? Australia and New Zealand again. I'm getting confused now. I have problems, but um, <laughs> they're the same country. Yeah. <laughs> Inside oh, oh, the world. Sorry, Reece. I um, can see the hate mail pouring. UK TV, as they have, um, yeah. whichever one it is, um, they they're doing epi- a story from every Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're getting nothing which yeah, is a shame said there is we're getting the BFI thing which is great but we're getting nothing televised at the moment except for a, as said in the news a 60 minute anniversary story yeah. and the documentary. Uh, docu- drama documentary it does seem a little uh, slight I mean it's mm, things like yeah. if the BBC are going to do um, a formally backed convention or anything you would yeah, think they're they going will. to start having to advertise that yeah. It'll cost a blooming arm and leg, I can imagine. But They'll yeah. start to advertise that at Summer. Easter, mm. Easter maybe when Easter, the yeah. series starts again. Yeah, yeah. I suspect we're going to see a lot more start to roll from Easter time onwards. Mm. But also, given how the BBC had sort of generally so crap at advertising things <laughs> yeah. we might f- so you'll find at Easter that we're suddenly getting a load of things advertised that yeah. they haven't hinted that are yeah, coming along. Yeah, quite mm. possible. 
Yeah. Quite possible. And BBC Three would be the perfect place for a load of classic black yeah. and whites. Yeah. Mm. Four. BBC Four. I suspect Watch will be Watch or Gold will be doing a Doctor Who week. Oh yeah. It, it seems to constantly be on there at the <laughs> yeah. moment, but it's all new or, Who. Or but Dave. Yeah. They do actually, you know, that even if it's new Who, they'll do the whole lot in one go. <laughs> yeah. As we get into November, I think oh, they'll do that it's, sort of it's, thing. It, hopefully, yeah. it will be going. Barmy by then. Yeah. I mean, things I'm, like Celebrity Mastermind Special, where yeah. each of them has a specialist subject of David yeah. Tennant or yeah. Sylvester McCoy. Yeah. I would like um, all the surviving doctors to do the BBC Ident, you know, the and mm. yeah. next on BBC One, we've got blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. With the police box spinning round. Mm. <laughs> yeah, instead of the globe, yeah. yeah. Spinning round the globe. The globe? <laughs> the globe since 1983. No, it's later than that, because they used to have the balloon with the... Uh, you've got to see the... If you could see the actions that went with that. <laughs> the other nice thing would be um, either redoing either of the stage plays. Yeah. Either the adventure or the... Original one from the 60s. I I think one of the things that I mentioned, I think it was in the New Year episode, Mm -hmm. I would like them to refilm a missing episode. Yeah. Mm. You know, like Uh Abominable Snowman or or Web of Fear or something like that. If they'd taken the early one, they could do it live, like they did with the The uh, Quatermass. Because it was filmed as live, effectively. It's very minimal editing. It was because you could see the cameraman run behind the set at one point. Yeah, and often that gaff they just didn't refilm. So you don't need copable amounts of special effects because of no. what it's done so they could do it with minimal budget yeah yeah just like they re- did originally like they did originally well, just to uh, recapture the feel of it yeah a prom we've got to have a prom oh, this got, year surely we haven't had a prom, prom since 2010 no disrespect to Reese, but it it's been on the other side of the world for two years now I want it back yeah <laughs> yes, can we have our prom back yeah, yeah. Yes. a lot of music yeah. went from Since. Australia to New Zealand Australia at 12 o'clock and then they nipped over to New Zealand <laughs> <laughs> for the one o'clock playing yeah well, between them. Th- uh, 12.30 surely I mean you know <laughs> they went on the underground didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can hear him pulling his hair out now <laughs> sorry see the lawsuits <laughs> Xena would have been very different if it was filmed on the Isle of Wight <laughs> <laughs> I thought of that about 20 minutes ago and forgot to say it. So, yeah. Yeah. so there isn't an underground going to the Isle of Wight. <laughs> Didn't yeah, say I, there was. <laughs> I can just imagine Xena and her cohorts marching down Shanklin High Street. <laughs> they have more clothes. Shivering. Yeah, yeah, they'd they'd more chilly. clothes. Get more pointy. anyway anyway they're starting to some of the things they're doing is they're releasing the target box with the original covers on yeah so i can see them wouldn't you like them to release them with the original covers at the original price so (laughs) the kids could afford to read 35 pence yeah one shilling yeah Yeah, i was gonna say i had um oh i can't remember which one it was it was a pat trout and one and i had to ask my dad because on the back it had one and a diagonal line Mm. and a dash and i said to him what's that and he wept (laughs) (laughs) well some of them were six six rather than a shilling when they started yeah green dragon one it ain't what it used to be i can see the merchandise (laughs) department will go overboard and i suspect we'll see some new t-shirts and mugs funny enough i was looking the other day for some dot two toys and there's virtually none apparently toys land or toys of us said 
they've not got any merchandise sent to them, so I suspect there's have, going to be a big. I have you know, seen their. I what is it? Uh, character options. Mm-hmm. I have seen they're re-releasing the range at half size. Half size, okay. Yeah. So, so you've got um, so Star Wars figure size. No, yeah, I think it's almost that. just uh, not not the full this size you've got there. They're doing yeah. it at a smaller size. Okay. Yeah. So, suspect Tom BBC naked on your bookshelf. Yes. Yeah. Look yeah. where Idris it is. Mm. Where's Idris? Directly in, in front, front of, of Tom him. Baker. Yes. Waist height. Oh, that's just rude. <laughs> Fellating. Yeah, so I suspect the BBC will be releasing a whole oh, lot yeah. of uh, oh, I'm sure. Well, it's not them that are releasing it, really. Is yeah, it? but uh, the licences will be. Oh, I, I mean, I mean, it's definitely got to be a certain amount of uh, swag to go with it. Yeah, so. I, mm-hmm. I know that on the role-playing game side, mm-hmm. um, Cubicle Seven are attempting to get out this year Doctor Sourcebooks. Yeah. So it's a source book for every doctor. Run out of time, really. January's gonna, over, pretty much. Yeah, so they're going to have fun and games with number eight. <laughs> oh, oh, source books. Source books. Oh, I, mean, I was thinking HP as well. <laughs> yeah, catch up. <laughs> Give them a good squeeze <laughs> and eat them with your chips. I know Big Finish are doing some stuff, but yeah, it'd be nice if the BBC special. would do some mm. audio plays similar to the Tortured well, ones, but with Tom. Yeah, and I th- if mm. they can't use them for the TV, use them on I the radio. Think, yeah, I think the be a big finish and audio go are releasing something in conjun- yeah. conjunction conjunction to destiny of the doctors yes yeah 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 which I is think, basically an audio book a two-hand yeah. audio book i think i think yeah two-hand like audio book, book depending how far they go yeah yeah yeah, they're doing one for every doctor. Yes, one each month. Yes, as like we're getting these ebooks, one one each doctor, one each month. Yeah, so we've got a few bits of merchandise there. I think it's. Uh, I mean, it'd be nice. I mean, things like Comic Relief or the the Great British Bake Off, which is still doing oh, yes. mm. or stuff yeah, they, like yeah. that. They did a Comic Relief um, Great British Bake Off. Or they might do a, Who one. a special strictly come dancing or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no comic relief this year doctor's on ice yeah. yeah I mean I think there's going to be some of that goes on I'm um, a doctor get me out of here yeah, that, <laughs> that they do but I mean indirectly hoo-hoo stuff I think a lot of it say we won't really know until yeah, yeah. well near the time yeah the trouble is, for things like documentaries, the interesting angle of a documentary is actually listening to the people involved talking about it. Mm. And from the early years, there's so few people left now. Yeah, mm. yeah. that's very true. Yeah. But there are a lot of old interviews that they may be able to yeah. cobble yeah. into yeah. something. Maybe. It would just be and like, if you do it creatively enough, old, like yeah. you could have someone, arts. you know, in the, con- mm. the, the modern doctor, you could start with something like Matt Smith explaining to his new assistant mm. and the old actors doing their bits on, on the monitor screen and bring them mm. in that way. So I'd like to see Carol Ann Ford and William Russell oh, do something because yes. they're the only ones left from the original. original. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps something, you know, with a CGI'd William Hartnell and Jacqueline, <laughs> and Jacqueline Hill, what? you know. Pickled in time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there is talk, Moffat, saying that all 11 Doctors will be in the special. Mm. I think we can assume it's just on screen or a hologram, you know, yeah. a hologram yeah. or something. Yeah, like a bit like yeah, the, it's the gonna be 11th a f- hour. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Flash through yeah. the J&T staple. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we have the option, well, we don't have the option, we're either going to be very, very sorely disappointed by the end of the year that they didn't do enough, or we're going to be so spoilt for choice we won't know which way's up. Well, I hope <laughs> it's the second. I hope it's the second. I have a horrible feeling it might probably be the first. 
No, the fact that we've got we're going to get a documentary pleases me. <laughs> and I do think this is going to be one year when even those Doctor Who fans that are too embarrassed to admit it won't be embarrassed to admit it this year. <laughs> Wear your Who on your sleeve with pride. Yeah. <laughs> and now, dear listeners the next bit to use the technical term yeah so i thought we thought we might have a discussion about um the science fiction novels whether they be a standalone novel or a series of uh, books that inspired us during our youth to um continue sort of pursuing the science fiction vein i'd like to kick it off my venture into science fiction is quite a sort of a meandering tale (laughs) when i learned to read at home all those many All those six many, months ago, many six months ago, <laughs> I started with Mog oh. the cat. Mog, Mog. They, I was in um, Waterstones the other day, and they're still doing Mog. And I had a sort of nostalgic moment. But anyway. <laughs> Is that Mog and Meg? She, she, no, Meg she has Mog. She had a wee moment. And in one of Mog's adventures, <laughs> he went on a pirate ship. Right. Okay. And so the next thing I read was... The the three pirates. It was Roderick the Red, Gregory ah, the Green, and Benjamin the Blue. Yeah. yeah. And now they went to Africa. <laughs> okay, this is going to be a bit racist. <laughs> <laughs> Kid, the books from the 70s. <laughs> well, the 70s was, yeah. And I can't remember what the link was, but it got me on to 2001 a space odyssey which i read that's a weird link i I cannot remember what the link was straight to the heavy stuff yeah yeah yeah. well the hobbit was in between ah yeah Mm. so we were heading down fantasy boulevard yeah Mm -hmm. and then we discovered 2001 and read that and having read that and thought that was funkily weird Funkily. Funkily weird. <laughs> Not long after the Davros throwing up on my mother incident, <laughs> yeah. I was given... Don't ask. Don't ask. <laughs> You'll have to tell me about that sometime. Don't ask. I was given a Doctor Who Target book by my <laughs> uncle, who said, I hear you like this sci-fi nonsense. And I didn't know what sci-fi was, but I knew what Doctor Who was, mm-hmm. so I read it. Yeah. And then I read another one. And another one. And another one. <laughs> and then my mum had to get me a library ticket so I could read another one. Ah. And so pretty much my, my love of sci-fi did Stop come from, from Mog. Mog the Cat <laughs> and ventured its way through Doctor Who Target novels. And I think we all, at some point, will have been through the Doctor Who Target novels. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Mm-hmm. What I used to do was open it to page 42, and if page 42 was interesting, then I'd read the rest of it. <laughs> Why page yeah. 42? I really don't know, but one page 42 had She Said... <laughs> it was um, a tense dicks. Yes. <laughs> How did you guess? So it wouldn't be she said, it'd be she said. Yeah. Queen. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> right. Um, for me, I think it was Blue Peter Annuals. Because my brother and my sister used to get the Blue Peter annuals. Boo! We were a magpie family. Yeah. <laughs> you, look what, Blue look what, Peter. Look what's happened to that. Toffs. And I only watched BBC in my house. I think it, it was the Bleep and Booster cartoons. Oh, I remember yeah. Bleep and Booster. <laughs> Thank you. Thank it's swear words in it. No, 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 no. These two characters called Missing Bleep out with Bleep, yeah. Bleep and Booster. Who were Bleep and Booster? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to... Bleep was an alien. Yeah. And Booster, Booster was... Seat. Booster was the boy. <laughs> mm. Was okay. the small boy. What sort of 
cretin names their child Booster. <laughs> and it was, uh, 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 it's it's was, it was meant to be the 27th century. Yeah. Or century or whatever. It was Booster, as in Booster Rockets, to show us oh. a space boy. <laughs> sort of it's the idea of Blue Peter knowing what a street name is. <laughs> now, if you're going to draw your tags, please be sure to use this paint here as it adheres to the wall much more efficiently. This is one I Now, here's over to Peter Purves to show you how to do it. Anyway, that's, that's what I think got me started into reading sort of sci-fi stuff, but it was a comic strip, so it doesn't do a lot. Booster. Yeah. Uh, my sister bought me one Easter instead of an Easter egg she bought me about 12 Target Doctor Who books that I went through in nobody's you weren't meant to eat them no no. (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't an egg it was meant to be a chocolate egg but no so that that got me started on the proper grown up reading books I think I think my first foray into true science fiction would have been um, the Tripod series. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, White Mountain, City mm. of Golden yeah. Lead, and what's the last one? Oh, um... Return of the King. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Um, White Mountain, City of Golden Lead, and uh, it will come to me. Come to me. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's move on. Come to me. <laughs> that, that was my first. <laughs> Can't make thoughts. <laughs> sure somebody will write in and tell us. The Pool of Fire. Pool of Fire. Uh, I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. Pool of Fire. Those, those were the first proper science fiction books I've read, and then sort of I, I moved on from there to uh, eventually I think I came to The Hobbit quite late um, n- never actually read Lord of the Rings Lord of the Rings was no. brilliant no, I've, I've read that when I was ten no no I still haven't read Lord of the Rings I'm going to read it to you <clears throat> we're going to have a chapter every night take a while. I tried, <laughs> I tried uh, the first book mm-hmm. and sort of gave up round about Tom Bombardini I'm going to read it to you with all the voices. <laughs> the voices. And I'm going to give you a test at I the end of, of every I evening. quite often get voices. voices. <laughs> <laughs> they tell you to do things, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, 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 that was my sort of meandering path. It hasn't dipped too much into fantasy. It's mainly stayed mm. sci-fi. Oh, the Harry Harrison Stainstill mm, Rap yes. Book. Wow. Mm. That was, a, that was an avid... Know avaricious read so basically you went from simple stuff to harder stuff yeah and I went to a hard book and then descended rapidly into brain meltingly simple books (laughs) Megan Mogg It's not Megan Mog, it was just Mog. Megan Mog was a different series. Plagiarising. Yes. <laughs> Next. Riddler. Right. Okay, well, I had the advantage or disadvantage of inheriting a load of stuff from my older brothers. Playboy. Yeah, yeah I found Razzle. this last Playboy large quickly. print. Playboy um, 3D. Playboy yeah. Braille version. That's the one. <laughs> um, I know they actually read The Hobbit to me as a bedtime story when I was a wee, wee, wee lass. Um, because I remember the name Bilbo Baggins long before I actually knew the character. Mm-hmm. But I used to love the TV series like Flash Gordon and Buck Rogers, yeah. the Larry Buster Crab yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um and school holidays I would re- yeah and I'd read any cartoons from that but I actually made the jump from obviously I, I inherited their copies of the Dot 2 books and I went straight into things like I love John Wyndham so the day of the mm, chick feeds yeah. midwitch cuckoos mm. 
Um, one of my favourite books is War of the Worlds mm. and 1984. No one would have um, and things like The Lord of the Rings. But I, I just love all the serious science fiction, um, the Jules Verne yeah. novels and those kind of stuff. And I remember my English teacher deciding that it wasn't that I was very good at English, I was just very bored. <laughs> because suddenly when we did 1984, it's like, yeah, I can memes of stuff and then suddenly back to... Don't get this. <laughs> what Jane I care, well, yeah, what I care about Jane Austen is not interesting. So yeah, I, I always loved. I think what I liked about those science fiction, rather than the zap zap science fiction, was the science fictions a means to an end. They're about the people and yeah. how they mm. react in unusual circumstances. Not so much about the laser beams and the spaceships and that kind of stuff. So I still prefer old-fashioned science fiction than the newer science the, fiction. The science yeah. romances of Mr. Wells. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know they've, they've now conned a name for it so that you've got modern science fiction and the traditional science fiction. Um, but, yeah, I, I love all of that old... I mean, I've got a, almost a complete collection now of John Wyndham's, which I still read. Oh, which I remember. <laughs> I don't have any memory of my childhood at all. And <laughs> you were closest to it. <laughs> you were still in it when we met you. Yeah, 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 yeah I was. Well, 20 years ago. So. <laughs> Early science fiction books, obviously the Target novels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First one I ever owned was an old uh, hardback of uh, Plans of the Spiders. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, classic. <laughs> an an ex-library yeah. um, book, which I picked up at... Um, stole. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it at a jumble sale, which probably was stolen. But <laughs> Somebody else Receiving stole. stolen goods. Um, then in, in, in middle school, one of the other students or pupils or whatever was selling his entire collection of Target books. Oh. Mm. And uh, my friend Ian and I, between us, bought up the entire collection <laughs> so I started off with with about two or three Doctor Books suddenly I had about uh, 50 <laughs> lots of reading time <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's heavy reading oh. yeah my parents were good enough to, to spend the money and bought mm-hmm. these books off this kid no idea who it was can't remember <laughs> Other... clearly no good if he was getting rid of them yeah, yeah. I don't know why he was getting rid of them he wanted the money was perhaps he mm-hmm. discovered girls perhaps yes. he wanted money for Blay Playboy yeah, probably. Yeah. In other Should words, have gone to Jean's brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He discovered puberty. Yeah. Oh, silly sort. I bet he regrets that. Yeah, they never had the particular Playboy issue that would be worth something now, though. Yes. Which, Which one was Katie that? Manning. The Katie, Katie Manning, Manning one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or if they did, boy still got it somewhere. <laughs> Covered in plastic. Uh, white, just in case. <laughs> yeah. uh, other <clears> stuff. I too had uh, the, at least the first book of Tripods, which is still up on my bookshelf here somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, some Douglas the, Adams. Yeah, Hitchhiker's Guide, of course. My my father had a copy of Hitchhiker's Guide and Restaurant in the Universe, yeah. which I yeah. read as a as a kid. We did at school uh, read The Hobbit, which was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's good. a good excuse. You don't have to read it your own time. You read it in class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I if I may, mm. um, I did. S- when I was still living in Aylesbury, we had an underground market and there was one oh, really, yeah, really that. good bookstall there on which she regularly would get in annuals in virtually mint condition, which oh, I would yeah. then mm. take to London and sell for <laughs> an awful lot more than the <laughs> ten pence I paid for them. Yeah, yeah. And I started working my way through her sci-fi collection. And bearing in mind I would have been 15, I'd sort of gone to the sci-fi section, reached up, got a book down 
in in my innocent mind looked at this book there was a spaceship on the front it was called Venus oh, 13 oh I remember this one <laughs> and so I paid my 10p and she said are you sure you want that and I said yeah and so she put it in a bag <laughs> and sent me on my way and I'm sitting in the living room taking this book out of my bag flicking it open starting to read it when it's snatched out of my hand by my fuming mother <laughs> because I hadn't realised the spaceship yeah. on the yes. front cover was a phallus Very and true. that the whole yes. book was about astronauts shagging in space she found by the time I got porn. to page 5 I'd worked out that it probably wasn't <laughs> It probably wasn't um, Space Odyssey <laughs> material. Well, yeah, certainly an Odyssey, you know, sexual yeah. Odyssey. Yeah. You still have it? Yay. <laughs> um, it's probably up in the loft in a box somewhere. Yeah. Next no. time we go home to your parents. No. Yeah, nothing probably like old a bit, enough to read it now. Nothing like a bit of sci-fi porn. Yeah. But they were doing inventive things with straps. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's yeah, called bondage to, thing. Yeah. Well, I was 14, I didn't know. Probably. <laughs> you were innocent, yes. Oh, back in the mist of time when I lived in London, I was given my very first library card for Upper Norwood Public Library. <laughs> yes, and um, in the children, in the children's sort of library, um, I used to read a lot of the um, adventure series by Willard Price. If anyone's mm. read those, yes, and um, then sort of during my meanderings along the bookshelves, I saw well, as both uh, real Keith and um, the El Presidente have said. <laughs> Um, the Tripod series. Mm, yeah. I say these are the original hardback ones. You know, probably ah. first edition. These were my one. I've only got the first one. As I mentioned it, but it's a, a, the TV tie-in version. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Picture oh, right. from yeah. the TV series mm. in the front. Yeah. As I say, these were the original 1968 copies. These were. Yeah. Yeah. Which you know, goes to show how old I am. Yeah. Very. Yes. Yeah, very old. <laughs> yes. And um, as I say, sort of, I would say the next thing I graduated you know, on to was. Um, well, as I say, some. You know, my brother bought this book called um, Triplanetary by a person called E.E. E. Doc Smith. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And I read that and I was instantly hooked. And um, basically, sort of, every Saturday I'll get the bus into Croydon and go to Webster's Bookshop in the Whitgift Centre <laughs> and um, pick up the latest... Um, well, the, uh, le- light- the latest in the Lensman series or the Skylark series. And I eagerly devoured those. As I say, sort of wash school, Battersea Grammar, as it used to be known. Um... <laughs> Well, no, it's just the hole. The hole. <laughs> Dog's home. <laughs> no, it's called the Graveney School now. The Graveney School? Mm, yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, no, as I say, sort of, some of the books you know, I did study there, I mean, as I say, sort of, like um, Jean was saying, I mean, quite a few John Wyndham novels. I mean, um, as I say, those, uh, The Chrysalids, that was a very good one. The Chrysalids, oh, yeah. The Crank and Awakes. Yes, yeah. Old President has got a copy. Mm-hmm. I'm so jealous of you guys studying <laughs> sci fi at School. Yeah, we did 1984 we, we, we at school. Did, uh, I did, uh, did uh, no, you did for, um, mm. for my English exam, and I did Hitchhiker's mm. Guide yes. to the Galaxy. Why did Silas Marner and Othello <laughs> and the <laughs> Mill on the Floss? <laughs> <laughs> we did Animal Farm. Oh, we did God, Animal yes. Farm. Yeah, we animal did the farm and yeah. we did 1984, mm. but that yeah. was about as good as it got. Yeah. Macbeth, of course. Uh, Brighton Rock we did as well. Mm. Uh, we got to listen to the Jeff Wayne version of War of the Worlds and oh. uh, read read the uh, the book. Mm. <laughs> I actually bought the Awesome Worlds copy of um, oh. War of the Worlds yeah. in because we did War mm. of the Worlds at school as mm. well. And uh, I actually brought the original recording in and we sat and listened to that as our lesson. Brilliant. <laughs> I would like them to do something like that 
I'd like them to update that and do a modern day version of that and let's see how quickly anarchy descends. <laughs> Don't people have buy it nowadays, but... Yeah, no. yeah but I mean, as for a hard science fiction, um, I would have to say my, my older brother David, um, he bought the uh, Foundation series by Isaac Asimov. Oh, and yeah. as a say, I mean, that, I mean, that got me into sort of proper sort of science fiction big time, that did. Yeah, and as I say, it just grew and grew from there. Mm. Until here you are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. How the mighty of the fallen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, quick shout out. Another one I forgot was the old uh, Fighting Fantasy books by oh, Steve yes. Jackson Ian Livingston. Yes. Used to love those at school. I still love the old science fiction books, but I think now my tastes are going much more to the. Um, Science fiction and fantasy and yeah. things like mm. the Midnight Mares and that kind of stuff. I had a little bit of a foray into Anne McCaffrey and the Dragons, but um, no, I quite like that Neverwhere yeah. kind of yeah. like. Mm. And I think normal, because it matches in with the original science fiction, it's taken reality and twisting it Just slightly, slightly mm, opposed to going to somewhere completely unrelated. Mm. Mm. Um, one last author I must mention, uh, a friend of my other brother. Um, he was a big Michael Moorcock fan. <laughs> oh, they give me nightmares. Mm. I love them books, but they give me nightmares. Yes, and the first book of Michael... I mean, I was only about 13 or 14 at the time, and the first Michael Moorcock novel I read was The uh, the Jewel in the Skull, the first um, Dorian Hawkmoon novel. <laughs> and as I say, it's all well, and that's my, book, my, my groaning bookcases attest to now. I mean, I've got quite a few Moorcock novels. Huh? My all-time fave author will always be, well, is and always will be, Alan Dean Foster. So, we've waffled on for a while. Yeah. Tell us how you got into science fiction. Please tell us. <laughs> we enjoy hearing from you. Tell us! Yeah. Tell us now! I was going for the nice approach, he's mm. gone for the psycho approach. <laughs> you can write to us at show at staggeringstory.net. I love to read because, because it lets me experience something new. Like if you're watching TV or you go to see a play, you see everything as it is. There's no imagination to it. But when you read, you can imagine anything you want. You've been writing to us. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely, all of you. Thank you. you. And and thank you. And and you, yes, you most of all, thank you. You Oh, and Naya, I hope your arm gets better. Oh, underarm. I don't know. She was talking about poorly arms on Facebook last night, and I fell asleep before I could. (laughs) 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 I'm really sorry. It was was like nearly one o'clock in the morning. (laughs) If you got a really weird message from me, Nay, you know, like a G, a J, and a load of Zs, it's because I did fall asleep over the keyboard. But I hope whatever injury you have sustained goes away. Yes, get well soon. If it doesn't, we'll kiss it better at Galley. Right. Did you drool over the keyboard? <laughs> what, because Naya was right. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. No, when you fell asleep. You, I you should be did. telling me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we've heard from Scott. Hello, Hello. Hello Scott. Scott says, Hello, Staggering Stories. I hope you are all well and as excited as I am about the run to the 50th anniversary. So many things to buy. It's going to be a lean year. <laughs> yeah. I only recently became aware of the world of Doctor Who related podcasts. So although I am a loyal listener, I've only been a listener for the last six months or so. Since my mm-hmm. first, I've been listening to them most days to the point where I've actually put most CDs and DVDs on hold. Not <laughs> oh, only are there a lot of podcasts out there, <laughs> yes. but there's also... Yes. 
catalogues to work my way through. It's great! (laughs) I love hearing the thoughts and experiences of other Doctor Who and other sci-fi related fans. So, imagine my surprise when people started dropping Crawley into their conversations. (laughs) The first time this happened, I was not prepared and had to skip back and re-listen a couple of times to make sure I'd heard right. (laughs) This was while listening to the DWO Who cast. Professor Dave remarks that Siobhan Galishon (laughs) could be the Broadfield Davros. Somehow, I I came to the conclusion that this must have been some other Broadfield and not mine. But as I listened on over the next few weeks people started mentioning meeting up in Tilgate Park for picnics and (laughs) Goffs Park Manor for Christmas parties. The real shame was that I'd been listening to the episodes out of order and by the time I'd heard them, the events had passed, sometimes only by days. That would have been the one time I would have loved to have gone on my own to a party where I'd never met anyone before. (laughs) (laughs) After going back to your pilot episode, I realised that not only was it my Crawley, but that you all knew each other and some of you pod, uh, produced podcasts on my doorstep. That <laughs> well, was literally. a bit of a shock. <laughs> it's like. really cold out there. <laughs> People seen loitering in Pelham Drive. <laughs> that was a bit of a shock as my two friends that are Doctor Who fans no longer live in Britain and haven't done since 2008. So I've no one to natter with. And although my dad's watched it since 1963, there's only so much I can subject him to. (laughs) This is why I love podcasts. It's wonderful listening to you gush and take the mick out of something that has given so much enjoyment over the years for much the same reasons. Through the hard work you all do of promotion and recommendating... That's not not what it says. (laughs) It's hard work? Through the hard work you all do of promotion and recommending each other's shows I now know that there's more than I could possibly listen to but it's oh, yeah. going to be fun trying <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed the Head of Pertwee Christmas video mm-hmm. and also <laughs> showed the next gen skit to my other half Agatha. Usually it's hard to make them laugh, but Q insulting Kirk's triple wig did it. Well <laughs> done. <laughs> Through me, he's now seen every colour classic Doctor Who working on the monochromes. And through him, I was brought up to date with the next next generation DS9, Voyager, Enterprise, Farscape, Buffy, Angel, Stargate, Stargate SG1, Smallville and others. Good choice. Good choice. recently, <laughs> Babylon 5. Yes, yeah. that's a good Do one. you think he was trying to get me back? <laughs> Incidentally, love Loving B5, and like my podcasts, I'm watching them out of order. <laughs> That's oh. just sick. Oh, be very confusing with B5. Before I forget, congratulations on reaching your 150th episode. Oh, thank Thanks you. for the Same shout much. out. Yes. Astaman, indeed. <laughs> Astaman! I feel I owe real Keith an apology. <laughs> I'm sure he wasn't expecting that while shopping to music on a Sunday. Yep. The surprise for me wasn't bumping into someone I listened to in Crawley, but the fact that I could see you in the first place. <laughs> imagination, imagination. What worst eyesight than Katie Manning, and that's not something I usually get to brag about. <laughs> Asda was extremely busy that Sunday, and being not much over five foot, people tend to aim their trolleys at me and expect me to dive out of the way. Oh, dramatic. It was going to be hell getting from the bakery down to the tills. <laughs> However, before spotting who you were, I'd noticed that because of your height, the crowd seemed to pass and move out of your way. Real Keith is Jesus. Bless you, my son. Or should it be Bless Moses, you. but with people? Bless you, my son. Go forth and multiply. Stop blaspheming. <laughs> were so, you wearing your shoplifting coat? I was. Mm. The extra His flash yes. Mac. Yeah. 
So there was a few moments when I simply followed in your wake. <laughs> I'm very grateful I was too. Like good King Wenceslas. People part in front of me. I'm not sure if it's the smell. You know, change the aftershave or something. To put your mind at rest, I can tell you that I recognised you through the pictures on your website and Facebook group. There's a picture of you all being menaced by a Christmas tree, yep. which I yep. thought was practically funny. <laughs> I'm hoping he means particularly funny. <laughs> it almost fell on me. <laughs> Altogether like now, no. I'm going to get killed by a Christmas tree. <laughs> but in truth, you would have had to have been literally next to me for me to be able to make out your face without my lenses in. I would have loved to have stayed to talk more, but I was aware that it may have seemed a little weird. <laughs> it was he came home. A man spoke to me last time. <laughs> Did he touch you in the bad place? I don't think so. Can you check? That line never worked the first time you tried it. It's not going to work now. I really hope I get to meet all of you one day. We'll probably find there's been lots of the What? Can you print this stuff bigger? (laughs) We'll probably find there's been lots of the instances where we almost met or have been at the same Mm, events, or maybe even Mm. have a friend in... Is he stalking us? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was my first Uh, thought. Friend in common. So if you're ever going to be in town over the weekend, let me know, and I'll buy you a coffee, or some suitable alternative. No, Costa. (laughs) Cinnamon latte, medium, <laughs> with a jam tart. Can you order in now? Yeah. <laughs> or some suitable alternative, if that's not your thing. That includes the other local Doctor Who podcasters too. All welcome. <laughs> this is the first feedback I've left for any podcast. <laughs> hey. Round of applause, please, for Asterman. Hey. Next time, I'll try not to waffle on as much, <laughs> but I will try to leave some regularly. Thank you for all the hours of entertainment you've given me over the months, and I look forward to many more in the future. And lastly, it sounds like a song, my name's Scott, Scott Fuller, <laughs> but loving as the man, the cheapest of all superheroes. <laughs> P.S. Oh, oh, he catches on. He does, he does. <laughs> A couple of shows you left off your 50 years of sci-fi last oh, week. Many, yeah. Oh, many. Day of the Triffid. Mm, Alf. Yeah. Alf, yeah. Oh. Lex. Yeah. Hyperdrive. Mm. Yes. Not exactly all classics, I know, but still worth a mention. Yep. Hope to speak true, soon. True. Scott. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you, Scott. I think we feel a getting-to-know-you party coming it's on. It's going to have to well, be I was going to say, we yeah. could always invite him as a guest. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah as a guest yeah. presenter. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Why not? Would you like to, Scott? Tell us if you would. <laughs> we don't We're all bite. very friendly. Well, Crumbly does. <laughs> Thank you for writing, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Thank, Thank you for scaring my husband. <laughs> well done. Well, it has to be done every now and then to jumpstart his heart. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Oh, bless. Poor thing. Talking of jumpstarting. Shoppers in your wake. <laughs> Talking of jumpstarting, we'd forgotten something. Oh. Oh, oh God, look, his teeth are out. Ooh. He is. He's grimacing, yes. And he's dis- he's disgusted because someone else has got a nickname. We're, we're, we're praising Asda Man. Yes. And we should yes. be praising the, the Head of Pertwee. Hello. Hello. 
Hello, skeletal Matt Smith. Hello, Graham. Hello, Graham. Hello, Miss Churchill. Naked Tom Baker. Oh, do we have to welcome Naked Tom Baker? Suctioning Idris, even. Various Daleks. Spilt coffee on his lap. Urn of Grunhilde. Oh, yes. I'll tell you one thing. You have to be over 18 just to sit in this living room. Any more feedback? We have one here from Graham. 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 I take it this isn't Graham. Graham. No, 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 no it's no. not squeezy. Not Graham. No, malleable Graham. Graham. This, is, this is Graham, not Gray. Um, okay. yeah. Graham, the second doctor, the Pratchett podcast. Uh, ah, yeah, so yes. not squeezy, malleable no. Graham. Well, it depends. Well, maybe, you know, yeah. I've never tried to squeeze him. Okay. <laughs> He's slightly sticky. Graham or Graham? Graham. Graham, are you slightly sticky? <laughs> if so, why. what have you been doing? Yes. Do you stick to walls when you're thrown at them? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. anyway yes. Hi, team. So, to complete the Bowie trilogy, ground control to Major Tom. <laughs> oh. You forgot to switch your memories on. Oh dear. Oh, yeah. 50 yeah. years of TV sci fi, no mention of hitchhikers. No, really, no. Mm. Mm. Didn't get the comedy, did we? Space 1999. Uh, I think we did. I think we did. May have edited out. Had to be trimmed down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Knights of God was a bit left field, but otherwise, okay, remembering. Yeah. Worst who? First Doctor, the web planet. Yeah. Second Doctor, the underwater menace. Mm. Again, yeah. Third Doctor, Dimensions in Time. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have any quibbles with Pertwee Who. Okay. Fourth Doctor, Brian of Morbius. <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> that Sorry, that's a, just what it does to me. Quite a popular one, but yeah, okay. Yeah, not horns of name, I don't know. Fifth Doctor, The King's Demons. So oh, I like bad. King's Demons. <laughs> rubbish accents going on, but. Yeah. <laughs> Sixth Doctor, Mind Warp. Yeah. Despite the best efforts of a certain Flash Gordon actor. Live! <laughs> 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 Indeed. Varunik! Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were thought, do you guys know how to party? <laughs> no, no, no. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Seventh Doctor, Paradise Towers. The worst Long. whose story bar none for me. Ooh. Yeah. Ninth Doctor, like you guys, the farty two-parter. <laughs> yeah. Mm, mm. Tenth Doctor, hmm. End of Time Parts 1 and 2. Really? A lot of people were I can understand where two, yeah. I can understand where he's coming from. Well, well, not, yeah. not loving monsters. <laughs> well, I suppose the expectation was so high for yeah. the finale mm. of Ten. Second worst who of all time. Mm. Mm. I still cry at the end of that one. <laughs> yeah, because we're all waiting for David Tennant to croak it, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the end was dragged out a bit. But... Oh, mm. It's like Boromir's death in Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) Dead yet? No, not yet. Come back in a minute. 11th Doctor. Hmm. After a long, hard think, I think the Silurian Mm, two-parter. Yeah. Mm. Mediocre, I would have said. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say anything with pond in it, really. Oh! Oh. There's going to be tears before bedtime. (laughs) Just said that to get an act. Uh, a thing. <laughs> a thing. <laughs> Reaction! That's the word! That's a thing, but a whole thing. A whole thing. Big throbbing thing. <laughs> so long and thanks for all the fish. Sorry, I mean all the best for now. Aye. <laughs> Graham, the second Doctor, the Pratchett podcast. Sent from somewhere in the time vortex, just short of Golga Fringham, staring at a great space turtle. <laughs> Thank you, Graham. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Right, I have one here from Gareth. Ah, Gareth. Hello, Gareth. Hello, Gareth. Hello, Gareth. Hello, Gareth. 
Hello, gang, and the head of Pertwee. So, worst stories. These would have been to be mine in order of Doctor. Okay. Number one, the Censorites. Yes. Just boring. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Two, Dominators. A bit boring. The main reason is that those nighty costumes might suit Zoe, but they do nothing at all for the men wearing them. And can anyone actually understand the quarks? No. (laughs) He meant to? Three, the mutants. Overlong and with some terrible acting. Mm. Four, the Armageddon Factor. This Mm. one really annoys me. Six overlong episodes of running up and down corridors <laughs> when it should have been an epic conclusion of the key to time season. Yeah. Five, time flight. Some good ideas, but some of the tackiest sets seen on <laughs> oh, television. Yeah. Yeah. And it moves at a snail's pace. Yeah. Some of the tackiest acting as well. <laughs> yeah. Six, twin dilemma. Yes. <laughs> Just a rubbish yeah. start to any doctor. Silly yeah. mosh... Silly monsters and costumes that offends the eyes even in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seven, Dragonfire. Oh, really? Ooh, Apart cool. from some nice effects and the, the introduction of an ace, yeah. it's all a little pedestrian. Yeah. Glitz, Dibber? Oh, no Dibber in the one, is it? It's Glitz. No. Glitz, yeah. Eight. He hasn't got anything for eight. He's Ooh. just got the number eight down. Yes, oh. I noticed that. Actually, I think I put that in there. <laughs> oh. uh, Anyway, nine. Yep. The long game. Just dull compared to the rest of the season, and it wastes Simon Pegg. Ten. Daleks in Manhattan. Just rubbish and terribly directed. (laughs) Eleven. Vampires of Venice. Silly and goes nowhere. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. Vampire women and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, in those little... Low-cut dresses. Flowing uh, gowns. I suspect mm. you're that costume too. Yeah. You're drawn to it for other reasons than its artistic merit. <laughs> a, a couple of other reasons. I'm sure a More certain... than just a couple. There was a lot of girls in it. I'm sure a certain person in this room wouldn't mind biting Amy, so... <laughs> well, that expunges that from my system. <laughs> good word, that. Expunges. Yeah, yeah. Expunges. But as you all know, the good vastly outweighs the bad, mm. and I would sooner watch Time Lash than EastEnders any uh-huh. day. <laughs> so really? thanks, everyone. Gauth. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. Yes. Hi, team of fakes, real, heads and burnt ashes. It's another Gareth writing. Oh, hello, Gareth again. Yes, it's his first feedback to ourselves, knowing he'll probably get fake Keith moaning about grammar and punctuation before the end. No, I've decided never ever to moan about that ever again. And to save yes, and to save you from this, I'm reading it. I have no understanding of grammar or spelling anyway. Or. The Queen's English. I want to say that your podcast is in part responsible for what I do. What do you do? We're taking no responsibility <laughs> for what you And no nothing. No, not podcasts, although now you mention it more accurately, I did I did I too do an Right, Karen's not going to have a go at your grammar, but I think I will. No, not podcasts, although you now mention it more accurately, I did, I do, to do, and podcast. That's not... 
No, no, no I don't care. Okay. Hello? Right, Hello? Right. <laughs> I think he's saying that he did a podcast. Well, uh, two to be exact. Uh, one I co-hosted called Highway to Mars. Oh, yeah. At highwaytomars.com. Mm-hmm. And my main other one, all about Asperger's, called Gavis World at gasworld.podbean.com. Uh, we'll put a link up in the show notes. Please do. No, you're partly responsible for my latest Let's Play on my YouTube channel, where oh. I'm playing the new Doctor Who game. Oh. You see, I never thought I would do it till it was suggested to me by a good friend and your positive review of the first batch of Doctor Who games. Oh. I agree, but you can see all that too on my channel. Yeah, I need that too. So here's to exploring the eternity clock in Doctor's 50th year. Uh-huh. Yeah. Keep up the good work, Gareth. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. P.S. Oh, oh, of course. Oh. <laughs> Oops, forgot to plug the channel, which is UK Gareth three one six. Right. Yep. Ah. P.P.S. <laughs> forgot to mention the name of the series, which is Adric plays Doctor Who, which came about from general hatred of Adric. <laughs> so a game is ideal to kill him off many more times. <laughs> Adric, best character ever. <laughs> <laughs> P-P-P-S! Forgot to add P-P-P-S before this one. Now I'm getting a bit silly. Bye now! Bye Bye now. Okay. We have one here from Sarah. Hello, Hello, Sarah! Hello, Hedda Pertwee. (laughs) Hello, all you lovely members of the Staggering Stories team. I'm lovely. I'm lovely. She said I'm lovely. That's your member, I think. (laughs) Oh. Oh, I have missed you all. It's been many months since I last listened to the shenanigans you got you lost into. That's, that's yeah. another good word. Yeah. Good use, use of the word shenanigans. Yeah. When the new companion was announced, I grounded myself from listening to all my Doctor Who podcasts in order to avoid spoilers related to the Christmas special and uh. any other news for the new season. If you recall, I hate spoilers with a fiery passion. Oh, oh a kindred spirit. Sarah. Point, point of order. Point yeah. of order. We don't do a lot of spoilers in this show because you glare at us. Me, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And we know you've got to edit it, so there's no point in us sending you out the room. <laughs> no, you can only hear them no. later. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's very difficult to edit. <laughs> and do not want to know anything about new episodes. Okay, I take that back. I do want to know what day and time the episodes will air on BBC America, but nothing other than that if it can be helped. Anyway, ever since Christmas special aired, I'm catching up with my podcasts. <laughs> Speaking of the Christmas special, I loved it. Oh, yeah. Snowflakes with killer... <laughs> with teeth and killer Shut snowmen. Teeth. I love those snowflakes. <laughs> Vampire snowflakes. <laughs> Brilliant. I admit part of me loves the snowmen so much because, for me, it's a bit of revenge on areas that get snow in the winter. <laughs> I live in a part of California which doesn't get snow, you see. Oh. And every few years you want to build a snowman, but can't. <laughs> well, thinking about it, maybe you won't mind... That's so much anymore. If I can't build it, he can't eat me. <laughs> True. <laughs> Aside from the killer snowmen, I really like Clara's character. Very clever and energetic. And just as in the Asylum of the Daleks, she really kept the Doctor on his toes. Yes. I was worried we were going to have another lovesick companion after that kiss. But then Moffat <laughs> killed her off. Moffat! <laughs> I do hope that Clara is not going to become another Rory. <laughs> Getting killed all the time. Some of you might already know the answer to that. Please, for the sake of my poor exploding head, don't tell me. (laughs) In uh, Podcast 137, Adam says he would invite Darth Vader and Stephen Moffat to dinner. 
in hopes that Vader would ahem, convince Moffat to keep spoilers to himself. Oh, yes. <laughs> Bravo, Adam. <laughs> if you're still interested in hearing from listeners which people they would like to have dinner with, oh, yes, here's oh, my yes. guest list. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gandalf, because no gathering is complete without fireworks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> William Hartnell as the first Doctor, because I've been watching that era and adore the grumpy old man. <laughs> Sheldon Cooper, because I'm evil. I want to watch the first Doctor and Sheldon squabble about... Well, squabble while Gandalf plays mediator. <laughs> for the real people, Joss Whedon and Nathan Fillion, so I can shamelessly grovel for more seasons of Firefly. I approve. <laughs> and fake Keith. Oh, Because, well, frankly, I need someone to help me wrangle this group and I can't think of anyone better. <laughs> oh, badass. I shall say goodbye before this gets any longer and return to my Staggering Stories marathon. I have ribbons for you all and the head of Pertwee. Ooh, I shall yay. bring them to Gallifrey in February. Oh, to that. Why, yes, Two weeks. is a Two shameless bribe to look the other way regarding the length of this feedback. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. you will spot us. We will have the head of Pertwee with yes. us. <laughs> Does the head of Pertwee have ribbons? Yes. We have two types of ribbons, one for the, the site, or the podcast, and one for the head of Pertwee. Have they arrived? No, they're being delivered uh, to our good friend Andre in America. Oh, hello, hello Andre! Andre. So thank you for that, Andre. Mm. Andre wants to do tea duelling as well. Oh, oh good, good, good. He, he, he nagged. Ah, good. Yes, remember, okay? Okay. remember to bring the kettle, okay. or the milk. <laughs> Won't they have yeah. the kettle in the room? They will, but we need milk. Okay. Travel kettle? I don't know. Anyway, that's it. Sarah Cochran, formerly Sarah Jackson. Oh, I've been married since my last feedback. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. Do tell us if we're pronouncing Sarah right or is, is it Sarah? Sarah? Or Sarah? We don't. Or is it Brian with just a strange spelling? Yep. Could be. Yes, if you do want one of the Head of Pertwee's ribbons, you can only get them from the Head of Pertwee himself. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to approach the head. You yeah. have to approach the head. Don't, don't disturb him while he's asleep. If he doesn't yeah. say anything... Then he can't have one. No. <laughs> there are a limited number for the head of Pertwee. Yes. There's only yep. half as many for the head of Pertwee oh, yes. as there are for yes. the podcast. So. so he'll be very sparing about handing mm, them out. Yes. Any more news? Any feedback? Any, any more feedback? Podcasting thingy, stuffy, <clears throat> MP3, whatchamacallit flips. <laughs> whatchamacallit audio, audio, audio feedback. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that a technical term? Oh, whatchamacallit yeah. flips. Yeah. Do I have any audio feedback? Sorry, I forgot. Okay, we have a bit of audio feedback here from Reese. Hello, Reese. Hello, Staggerers. Hello, Staggerers. Give you my thoughts on the least favourite Doctor Who story discussion you were having Excellent. last episode, which I thought was actually pretty interesting. And I do believe I'd heard that a certain other podcast might have taken Adam's idea. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> actually credits it to Dave, off, not I to me. I won't talk too wrong. much about Classic Who because I haven't seen that much of it because of my age and not having enough time to find DVDs and watch them. I know, I know, excuses, but it's the case, okay? Anyway, I will comment on the first Doctor's era, though, because I completely agree with Gene that whilst the first episode, first ever episode, is brilliant, it, is, it really kicks is. off this legend that we all love absolutely brilliantly, the next few episodes are boring. Now, I like that it proves to Ian and Barbara, for example, that it can travel through time, the TARDIS, that is, in the show. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they go on a bit long. But they're not too bad. But now moving on to more modern stuff. This one's pretty easy for me. I will go for Boomtown for the Ninth Doctor. I okay. think whilst the Savine are much better handled in this, in that oh, there's only yeah. one, yeah. and Annette Badland, I think that's her name, does yeah. a brilliant performance as Margaret Savine yep. in this. I mean, she was even she was better than the, the boys in uh, the first two Savine stories. And she was pretty good in that, uh, in general. 
instead of just being better than the boys. But, you know, she was really good in Boontown. But other than her and Christopher Eccleston's performance and having Jack back and the whole Titus team, it's not that good, personally, for me. So I'd go for that one. And that was pretty easy because the majority of the stories from season one are actually pretty good if you give them a chance. Maybe I didn't give that one enough of a chance, but that choice was easy. Now, with Tenant, when you say this is a hard choice, it could be taken two ways. Either all the episodes are brilliant, or so many bad ones. You can't find the worst one, but this one's the first one there. Most of them are really good. Yeah. And a lot of that's because of David Tennant. He is a very good doctor and mm-hmm. actor. I'm going to start off yeah. by just saying, whilst I see where Gene and Keith are coming from, I don't think the doctor being a victim is enough for me to hate uh, Midnight and not watch it. Too often. I like that one personally. But I have the same sort of thing with Waters of Mars. And it's not because he's a victim, but it's because of the choices he makes in that episode. And he kind of fails in that episode because of the choices he makes. Mm. Now, obviously, this is the first time they're playing around with the idea of the fixed points in time. Now, you've seen the story, but I'm just going to quickly go over it. Him explaining to Adelaide what happens, that she has to die obviously sets up what happens at the end. So mistake Mm -hmm. number one, which he didn't realise was a mistake until the end, but looking back on it, I find it, you know, oh dear, here's where things start to go wrong. And (laughs) something I was screaming at the television at, I still do, whilst it's dramatic, and I think David Tennant should win a performance, uh, a performance? Win an (laughs) award for his performance in the episode, as in the moments where he's walking away from the base and everyone's dying behind him, which I watched again and reviewed for the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast, and it was... So dramatic, and a few of the death scenes were heartbreaking for me, and it was just mm. so well done. Yeah, but he, he should have. I was saying, Come on, doctor, change your mind now, go and save them now, don't wait until three of them die before you do it. <laughs> and so, it's, it's the choices he makes there that make me angry and mm. uncomfortable with what he's doing. And then, obviously, you get the Time Lord victorious leading up to his last story, and him going a bit mad there. <laughs> then he goes and saves them, and then by the end, Adelaide kills herself. So, it's the the way he, even though he's trying, he fails. And whilst that's a clever twist on what's happening, and whilst I could see really excellent parts in that, I find that just not quite disappointing, but I can kind of relate through that to what Gene and Keith are saying. And I love the episode, but some parts of it I'm uncomfortable about. And like Gene said, Midnight is brilliant. I personally think that. Yeah. And just because the Doctor's a victim, yeah, I disagree with, with Gene and Keith on that. But I could see where they're coming from. But anyway, on to my actual least favourite episode. Um, could be Fear Her. I'm not going to go for Love and Monsters, which a lot of people do. I'll get back to that, actually, because uh, your commentary on that was brilliant, by the way. Oh, yeah. Thank not you. Love and Monsters, not Fear Her. I'm going to agree with Adam. Muppets in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> the the Muppets. I mean, Daleks. And we know why. Now, I would agree with Keith. The good parts he points out, and some parts are a guilty pleasure for me, too, like the Dalek looking back um, when they're conspiratoriously whispering. I struggled with that word, but, you know, they're, they're whispering and <laughs> yeah. almost planning, being devious. You know, I like that. And the other moments he's pointed out in the past, I agree with. They're good. But the rest of it, and maybe it's the production values of Mr. Penishead himself. I mean, um, whatever his name is, Dalek Khan with the Dalek on his head. That's sick, isn't it? <laughs> Man with Dalek um, on it's, head. Maybe that's part of it, and maybe the pig creatures, they're a bit... Uh, yeah. I just don't really like them. And in terms of the Matt Smith era, this is where I struggle. I love the episodes, but maybe the season arcs I, have, I struggle with, mm. as you know. But the individual episodes I tend to quite like. But out of my least favourites, which probably include 
just because it would have been better as one episode, the Flash two-parter, I think if you could dense that into one, it would be quicker, yeah, more yeah. dramatic, yeah. Yeah. still have the same ideas, maybe a bit more enjoyable. Mm. Like I said, one ep- if it was one episode, I enjoy it more, but it's dragged out as it is. But that's not enough for me to find it my least favourite. Um, personally, The Impossible Astronaut is a downer for me, but like Adam said, Maybe because of what was happening around it, I agree with how he felt. I wasn't quite slamming doors over it, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. Seen him. Uh, um, oh. I'd probably go for The Doctor, The Widow, and The Wardrobe. Now, yes. there are bits of it I like. Bill yeah. Bailey, brilliant. Some great lines. Moffat's good at lines. Not as many as in A Christmas Carol, and nowhere no. near as many as in The Snowman in that. But Didn't have the ideas. Yeah, the lines and Bill Bailey aren't enough to save it for me. It was too slow. The tree people looked good. It looked... The whole thing looked pretty good, except for when you saw the forest, which looked very cheap on the CGI, but <laughs> I don't normally judge that sort of thing. But it just fell a bit flat for me. So yeah. least favourite Christmas special and probably least favourite Matt Smith story as a whole. Mm. Or 11th Doctor era story. For the moment, anyway. We might get a worse one. But so, looking at the trailer, so I don't far. think so. It looks pretty good <laughs> coming up. Mm. But yes, uh, I mentioned Love and Monsters in your commentary before. I'm just going to cover that quickly. Oh, and yeah. Adam and a few people might already have seen this if you're a member of the Staggering Stories Facebook group. But I basically said I have the same issues with this as I do with the Slovene two-parter. If the Savine didn't fart so much in that, <laughs> I think I would have enjoyed that more. Maybe if they look more threatening too, with claws maybe, and yeah, not so, baby I don't know, they look a bit <laughs> silly. But if they didn't fart so much and looked a bit more threatening, that'd be a pretty good story. Mm. And if the Absorbaloff wasn't so Absorbaloff, it wasn't <laughs> as Dull. over the top as it is, <laughs> yeah. then I would really love all of Love and Monsters but up until we get the Absorbal off mm. it's yeah. brilliant yeah. but then it falls yeah. down yeah. I think fake, fake Keith has said that at one point and yeah I do tend to ignore the final act of it but the rest of it it's really good and uh, I just thought I'd just point that out <laughs> but anyway I've been waffling on like I tend to do thanks for the great podcast and ta Thank you. Right. Thank you. Yeah. I've just found a picture. It's David Tennant and Sylvester McCoy at the BBC Audio Awards on Sunday. Yeah, I saw it earlier. Yeah. On the Daily Mail website. Both Not pleased to see each other. The Daily Mail yes. website. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Tennant's a big fan of Doctor Who, so yes. why wouldn't he be pleased to understand Sylvester McCoy. They've described Tennant as looking dapper in a smart stripy suit and floral tie, <laughs> and fellow Scott Sylvester looking every inch the eccentric old actor. <laughs> in an emerald green shirt and draping scarf. <laughs> I love Why it. do draping? What <laughs> do scarf scarves do? <laughs> anyway, if they starch, they hang out straight yeah, like a <laughs> And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Aww. But never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same more fun, frivolity, and jollity, more news and reviews, more who all are new. So, dear listeners, until that pulchritudinous, pontificating... Parasitic. Parasitic <laughs> pedantry comes... Pondering along. Pondering along. Thank you. <laughs> You've got some platitudes in there somewhere. I thought it would be po- pootling. Pootling. Ooh, pootling. Pootling, yes. Yes, it's me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 151. Featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, and the real Keith Dunn. 
The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is a fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. Okay, imagine the sound of a shower running. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you, there is a certain rotund Canadian <laughs> actor. <laughs> I don't want to imagine that. Mm. Okay, scrubbing away. Shat's life. Mm. Scrubbing his gusset. <laughs> <laughs> Hoisting his overflap. <laughs> I've got to sleep at some point. Please. What's going on? <laughs> The green lump of putty mm. <laughs> found in his arm. That should be a military move, hoisting the overflap. <laughs> yeah. Hoisting his dewlap. <laughs> Do you know, I hate Matt Smith. Matt Smith what? scored two goals against Liverpool. <laughs> what? In the 3 2 game in which Oldham knocked us out of the FA Cup. Not the Matt Smith. <laughs> Just a, no, Matt Smith. a Matt Smith. A Matt Smith, yes. I could be confusing. If he were. In the Premier League by now, if he mm-hmm. hadn't gone into acting. Oh, yeah, yeah it could be two of them. True, yeah. Two of them in there. No, because Oldham aren't in the Premier League. Oh, this okay. is why it was embarrassing. Oh, really? Oh, so he had trials for Leicester City. Who also aren't in, or ever will be. <laughs> I found my addendum again. We lost interest. <laughs> oh. You found your mojo. <laughs> I found my mojo. They're just God's farts. <laughs>